Hi there. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to a podcast by BNP Paribas Wealth Management Asia. I'm Kevin, and I have with me here today Grace Tam, our Hong Kong Chief Investment Advisor here at BNP Paribas Wealth Management. Okay, China's 20th Party Congress, lots to talk about here, concluded slightly over a week ago on the 22nd of October and caused quite a stir immediately after, especially in the Chinese offshore market, as it posted one of its worst single-day sell-offs since the 2008 GFC. So Grace, to keep all our listeners in the loop, do you mind sharing some of the key takeaways of the Congress? What happened and why did the market react so negatively? All right, so Kevin, I think there are four key takeaways here. Firstly, based on what happened in the Congress, President Xi's core position seems to have been further strengthened due to an amendment to the party constitution that further emphasized Xi's thoughts on socialism with Chinese characteristics for a new era. The new leadership team's composition also helped significantly, where some personnel even broke the implicit retirement age rule of 68. Secondly, Li Tang is likely to soon replace Li Keqiang as the new premier, breaking the party's convention of appointing someone who has served as vice premier. Also, there looks to be a complete reshuffle of key personnel who decide on economic and financial policies, which is likely to be announced at the NPC meeting in March next year. Thirdly, policies seem to have shifted from balancing developments and stability at the 19th Party Congress to balancing developments and security with the party's explicit toughening stance on securing national sovereignty on the One China Principle, Hong Kong's One Country, Two Systems, and the military upgrading through technology enhancement. Last but not least, the Party Congress also highlighted policy continuity with the key goals to develop China into a strong modern socialist country by 2050, to promote China's style modernization, and to achieve the nation's rejuvenation. Now, considering these takeaways, the market seemed to be concerned about rising political risk premium, while also showing disappointment that there was little indication of post-COVID reopening. Hence, the very negative reactions last week. Right. Last week's market drop definitely makes a lot more sense now that you've explained it. But can we get more details on the third and fourth takeaways you mentioned on policies? Um, specifically, were there anything notable on economics that we should be aware of? Yes, definitely. So several key economic-related policy issues were actually reiterated at the Congress, namely ones that are related to high-quality development, where opening up technological innovation and green development are the key drivers. Also, through circulation, where they aim to make domestic circulation more self-reliant with adequate flexibility to ensure external or international circulation. And third, structural reforms focusing on improving labor productivity, accelerating supply-side reforms, and boosting the resilience and security of supply chains, as well as 
the ownership structure to support private businesses and protect their property rights. So Grace, considering all we've discussed so far, what do you think are the implications going forward? Uh, what should investors expect? Well, firstly, considering President Xi's strengthened position, and more unified top leadership could mean more consistent policy directions and stronger policy execution. Other than that, we can also expect to see more accommodative policies, such as monetary and fiscal easing, considering their objective to be a medium developed country by 2035. However, we will see more clarity on this at the annual Central Economic Work Conference in December. Not all are good news though, as President Xi's strengthened position also means that current geopolitical tensions are to stay the same, to say the least. Going forward, key developments to keep a lookout for include China's response to the US recent export curbs on advanced semiconductor and cheap making equipment, President Xi's attendance to G20 meeting in November, where he will also meet US President Biden, as well as the preliminary findings on China ADR auditing in early December. I see. Lots to keep an eye out going forward. How about in terms of markets though? Will we see another capitulation in the Hang Seng Index? And what should investors with Chinese exposure do now? So in terms of markets, we do see the Chinese asset market to remain very volatile in the near term given concerns over rising political risk premium. However, for investors with investment exposure on China, this is not the time to sell. We believe a lot of negatives has already priced in and further significant downside may be limited. Signs of reopening as well as bottoming in the property market would be the key positive catalyst to drive a turnaround in investor sentiments and a sharp rebound in agri markets. Furthermore, China remains committed to its green agenda, with plenty of favorable policies to support the plans in reducing carbon emissions. Related sectors such as the EV supply chains, energy transition, and green construction materials are the potential policy beneficiaries that long-term investors can consider to buy on debts. Great to hear that, especially considering what happened recently. Well, looking at the time, it seems that's all we have for today, listeners. Um, thank you so much, Grace, for sharing your insights with us today. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. See you next time.